What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. You got Jones and Sully here. We got a whole bunch to talk about. Crazy, crazy day in the NFL. Uh, crazy week in the NFL. Crazy offseason in the NFL. And it just continued even further today. And then we got, obviously, March Madness continuing on tomorrow night, Thursday. Uh, so let's jump right into it. Uh, let's go with the, the crazy news that happened today out of, out of nowhere. Tyreek Hill, now Miami Dolphin. Uh, this was just... I mean, uh, we got a tweet from Shefty this morning that or early this afternoon that Hill was potentially being traded, and now we don't know. And then you know we're thinking, oh, you know this they might come to an extension, they might not, whatever. And then half hour later, he was a Miami Dolphin. Yeah, and then before that, it was it was either the Jets or the Dolphins, and um, yeah, so. He went for five draft picks, which sounds like a lot and definitely is a lot for a receiver. He went for, what was it, a first, a second, uh, two-fourths, and a sixth, I believe. Yes. Um, so I I think somewhat fair overall value-wise. Um, receivers don't have a ton of trade value, but Tyreek's also top three and um, faster than everyone in the league. Um, has been as good as probably been the number one receiver over the last two or three years, him, him and Adams. Um, so, and he's still in his prime, entering his prime. What is he, 27, 28? So uh, there's definitely a premium to be paid for someone like him. I don't really think a receiver like him ever has been traded before in the history of the game. Hopkins was older, and Hopkins is not just not the playmaker Hill is. Hopkins yeah. never was. Uh, he just doesn't do the same types of things. Um, so yeah, Hopkins think about was, how many games over the years Hill has kind of changed the outcome of just, you know, last second plays and, and yeah. crazy runs at the end. I mean, look at the game against the bills, the insane game against the bills. They don't win that game without him. They yeah. I come don't, close. I don't know how they're going to really replace him. I think Juju's in for a monster year. Uh, obviously he's got Mahomes and you have Kelsey, so they still have weapons. Uh, I don't know if they still have Demarcus Robinson. I mean, they, um, what's his name? Pringle signed with the Bears. Him and Mooney are with the Bears. I don't. Maybe I'm sure they're going to try to draft a receiver the next Tyreek Hill. I'm sure they're going to be look for a burner. But I, I overall I thought it was a, people were like, oh, five draft picks for a receiver. I'm like, well, two fourths and a six. Six is literally nothing. That's like a punter. And two fourths yeah. is like whatever. Uh, so I th- I thought all in all it was a pretty fair trade. I don't know what you thought, but for me the 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 backbreaker to me is giving a wide receiver $30 million per year, and he is amazing, but he's not a red zone threat in particular. He's not like Devontae where he's, oh, here we go, back shoulder fade for Devontae. It's an automatic touchdown. If not, the second one, he's definitely getting it. Uh, Till's really not. He's not a very physically imposing receiver, so he's not. You can't. Kelsey's kind of more the always been the, the red zone threat down there, So, and Hill's incredible for many of the reasons we, we named, but $30 million per year. In two years, you're going to have to figure out if you're signing Tua. In two more years, you're likely going to have to sign Waddle. Um, so you're talking about if you're – you're talking about potentially, uh, let's say Tua gets $35 million per year if they're going to re-sign him, and Waddle's going to be – Waddle's going to be $20 million per year. Don't like the way that he's he's yeah. on. So roughly you're talking uh, $85 million for three players. Like, good luck. Like, you're, it's just not, not going to be doable. I mean, you're seeing it with the Chiefs. Um, you know, you're seeing them 
lose players. They're, you're, they're one of and their that's with a quarterback assets. that they're spending that money on, not a yeah. wide receiving. Yeah, court. and because of giving Mahomes that amount of money, like you know, I'm sure Mahomes knew that he'd he'd have to lose Hill at some point. I just I don't think I would even give Devonta Adams thirty million per year. It's just not it's not a premium position when it comes to wins and losses. Um, yeah, twenty five million for Devonta. Okay, we can make that case, but. Someone that's not going to be a red zone threat that does inc- other incredible things. I'm not comfortable giving 30 million per year. Uh, no way. So uh, when I saw what the Jets were potentially going to give up, um, you know, I, I was like, I really wish we kind of he would have chosen us because it was uh, two early seconds and uh, a third, and I definitely would take Tyreek Hill for that. But if he's going to want 30 million per year, um, and where not when now we'd be rebuilding and it'd be a very accelerated rebuild with him. I would obviously take him, but 30 million per year is, is, is a lot to stomach. So, uh, I wonder when I saw that package, the jets were going to give up. My first thought was, or, or when, at least when they were deciding between him, I wonder if they had offered him the same extension upon choosing him, or if maybe they had offered him a little less of a deal and that went into him choosing Miami. You know, because I, I haven't personally seen anything around like the Jets were going to offer him this this contract extension as well or numbers around that, what it would have been, or if that played any factor in his decision. Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure that that's true, that it could they could be have been offered. I doubt the Jets were going to offer him 30 million per year. It just doesn't sound like a Joe Douglas thing. Uh, he seems to have made yeah. really savvy trades. He, we've pretty much burned everyone in trades, um, even especially when, with someone like Moore looking so good last year. At least, especially to close out the year. I mean, wh- yeah. I mean, what is you know what, what what if Moore if Moore is the best he can be? He's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I mean, and then you know uh, you know we got two firsts and two seconds still, so we could take Drake London at, or Jameson Williams at ten. Uh, or we could trade back and get someone like Trey, Trey Burks from Ar- uh, Arkansas, who's like a DK clone to me. Uh, many similar concerns with catching and things like he's that. He's rising up the ranks. Yeah, I, 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 I love him. I think he's, he's going to be a beast. Similar profile to DK. Um, and then, you know, and you could still get a really good receiver. In the, we have two early second-round picks. So we can definitely get another receiver if we need to get one. Um, right now I want to go with Thibodeau. Uh, from Oregon at four, and then I want Sauce Gardner at ten. Those are to really get the defense, you know, going, not solidify it, but really get our backbones of our defense. So I, I'm really, I'm not like crushed or anything because if we we're gonna give him thirty million per year. That's that's a that's almost a deal breaker for me. But uh, I'll I'll t- I'll keep the picks, and you know, we can use one of those picks on a receiver, and then more, and then Barrios is a amazing four, I think, or. Maybe he can be a three too. We use him in a lot of crafty ways, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you look at Tua's game. He he's a very efficient short passer. I don't want to say he's Chad Pennington, but he's might as well be Chad Pennington before the shoulder injury. He he doesn't have a deep ball. He doesn't have an accurate deep ball. So uh, I mean, Zach Wilson's arm is electric, and we saw that at the beginning of the year when he was a little wild and turning it over. But Zach Wilson's physically uh, physical tools don't compare. Uh, miles better than Tua. So, I, I mean, you figure with Wilson's arm and just throw up and go and get it. Uh, I don't say Zach Wilson's got Mahomes' arm, but it's it's Mahomes-esque in ways. Um, you wouldn't know that by looking at him, but he could throw it 70 yards no problem. So why would you 
you know, Miami's fun, I guess. Obviously, from a destination standpoint, it's fun. He's going to party his ass off. But from a per player and quarterback, I, I, you know, I don't really think him and two are a great combination. Waddle will definitely help take the defense off him for sure. Um, but I thought him that was kind of my first thought with Tyreek. Does moving to a big market like Miami or New York that that's, it could be dangerous? He doesn't. He does not have the best off the field reputation. Which it, it, it always baffles me on how he completely gets away with that. You know, like he 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 gets a pass yeah, on everything he did off the field. I mean, he that's he did one of the worst things ever. He beat up his pregnant girlfriend, and no one talks about it. Like he's just completely been absolved of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just it's the classic. It's it's just his talent outweighs. Whatever, quote unquote, bad. Uh, Deshaun Watson's talent outweighs. You know, it's a little bit of a murkier situation. We kind of more so know what Tyreek did, but if Baker Mayfield did with Deshaun Watson, did Baker Mayfield's out of the league, doesn't have a job ever again. Um, you know, but in, in ironically enough, he's replacing Baker Mayfield. But <laughs> ironically you know, enough, he might not need to do that to get out of the league. Looking the way the quarterback market is right now for yeah, Baker. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it, it and you know so. It probably, it really could. I mean, I, I you know, that's a good point. Uh, he's going to probably get in trouble in Miami, you know. Um, and he could in New York. I think yeah, Miami's more of Wouldn't like, surprise me at all. I think Miami's kind of more of like, you know, right now and where like the state of the states are and with COVID, I think like Miami's more of like the party destination for sure. But just as like a brand and like if you want to market yourself, like the Jets were the choice. Like the Jets were like, he would have been a star. Like if he wanted to like, really go into like you know building himself up like when it comes to the football field and all that shit you know new york city was is the place to do it um i don't care how much of a hit new but, york city i mean still... maybe his maybe his his age i mean his agent is drew rosenhouse so you can't really ever rule anything out that's why you got 30 million but maybe drew rosenhouse was like listen i know there's some enticing off the field stuff in new york you think but you, you like these brands and these companies and these these whatever deals you might think would be available might not be available because they're gonna go digging, you know, and they and people you are gonna go really digging. You think they'd really care now? It, you think they'd really care now? I mean, listen, getting a guy to play football for you is is one thing because touchdowns, you know, like you said, talent and touchdowns outweigh everything else. But when you're talking about a brand or a company, like they don't give a fuck about touchdowns. I mean. It, to an extent, they want you to be like a, a star in the field, but like, there's other. When you expose yourself to a brand, you're exposing yourself to also some non-football fans. It was and, also and so long ago, though, too. Like it was, it was, you know, what seven, eight years ago, this type of stuff. At least six years. This was college, so, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, you know, people obviously get quote unquote canceled for way, way less than what he did, and actually, you know. He's, I don't know if he's a bad guy. I really can't say it for sure. He, he's done, made some really bad choices and done some really bad things. Um, Didn't he do something else with his kid too? Like he broke his kid's arm or something? Something or like that, yeah. Some some, some other really like fucked that. up thing. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. And then it got covered up or something. So I don't, I don't know. In a, in a way, that is a sense of relief that, you know, because if something else happened to him, you know, that actually could be the end with him because that's like what he's already had one and a half strikes or whatever so my bet yeah, is and he i mean will the first one might as well be two strikes my bet is he will probably get in trouble in miami and, and fuck something up um it, it just 
you know, like Miami. Would you say it's the number one party like city out of like all the NFL cities? It's certainly the city. If you're trying to get in trouble, that's where you go. That and probably Vegas, right? Yeah, but no. See, I feel like Vegas. I mean, maybe it's just Vegas doesn't have those type of guys. But then again, Vegas, like. I mean Henry Ruggs and and Arnett. Like, yeah, look at look at the Raiders. The Raiders were. Yeah, just, you know I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like I don't I'm trying to think of like gambling related stuff and then I'm like oh fuck like yeah they had pretty what much about as the bad other, of a fucking. Um, who year got as in trouble? Have. It wasn't a Raider. Who got trouble in trouble in Vegas during the? Uh, Kamara. Kamara. Yeah, that was in Vegas. Knocked out someone. Yeah. Who knows about what his future holds? But yeah, like yeah, so I, it, it's Vegas, more like non-Vegas players getting yeah, Vegas in and trouble Miami in Vegas because it's destination. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, should they have really done this in Vegas?" I'm like, "Is it that hard to like go to the Pro Bowl and not commit crimes out in Vegas?" Like, you know, is I'm it like, that hard to not commit crimes anytime you anytime. leave the house? No, yeah. it's pretty fucking easy. Yeah, it's not. It's not hard. Like, it doesn't matter what city. Like, so. Uh, if you're going to be privy to make committing crimes, you're going to do it anywhere. But definitely, I think Miami and Vegas are in a probably tier of their own of, yeah, if you have that type of personality or if you have that type of history, maybe that's not the best situation for you. So Yeah, this, it's like sending a, it's sending a recovering alcoholic into a liquor store. Yeah. You know, it's it's just bad practice. Yeah, just just pick me up something. Pick me up a 12-pack and, you know. You know, yeah, keep, keep the yeah, change. you throw them. Yeah. It's like giving them, get, tell them to pick you up a 12 pack and giving them 50 bucks and saying, don't spend the rest of it. It's just never going to end well. Yeah. Um, but some, yeah, so that was pretty, you know, I, I didn't even know it was like a huge issue, honestly. That was the weird part. It was like, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and it was like, you know, it happened this morning, and usually these things take some time to. You know, it, the way they reported it after the fact or like the kind of way after the trade went down, the, the tweets they were sending out, it almost made it seem like this was something that was happening behind closed doors for the last two or three, four days. And now we're starting to really catch up on it. Yeah. Because um, to me, you don't go from negotiating a long term contract with the team you've been with your whole career to literally on another roster and signing a new contract in less than two hours. Yeah, you just it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have it. De- they probably definitely. I mean, the Chiefs are an, a great organization. They probably kept this under wraps and in house. And and you know, whenever yeah, that I mean, stuff and, comes and as out soon of as, house, as soon as as soon as they gave the first contract offer, Rosenhaus was probably already on the phones talking to other teams about who could. Yeah. Because that's what GMs do now. Like they even GMs will be open about like yeah, agent go go to talk to other teams and see if there's a, a potential opportunity for a trade and then bring it to us. Mm-hmm. But also you, like if you're the team you don't want to leak cuz you don't want to lose your leverage, so. Exactly. Um, so it never really help it always helps like like with the Baker stuff, I guess we can kind of transition to that like with the Baker saga like it was like oh they don't want I think there was a lot of gamesmanship like across the board um, cuz you know, they leaked it like Colin Coward, like he said, like he's like he's like, I get told stuff all the time that I like stuff that came to fruition or didn't. He's like, if I want something leaked of any, if I can leak it, he's like, but like I, I'm then I'm going to lose my source and my rep. He's like, you just don't do things like that. So he's yeah. like, he's like the Browns wanted it leaked that they wanted to get off of Baker 100 um, percent. And then, you know, Deshaun Watson says, quote unquote, no. And you're like, well, I guess that. And then, and then, you know, I guess that closes that door. And apparently, um, you know, Baker's obviously 
upset and he you know Watson's a much better quarterback you can't blame them for wanting Watson over him but they made that public knowledge so now why is Baker gonna want to stay with Cleveland and he's it's like it's like you know we wanted to get an eight and now we're gonna go home to our six and the eight no the six knows about the eight I mean obviously yeah, the six, six knows we took the eight on a date the six knows we we took the eight we went we had a little weekend and we had we got a little frisky and you know and, and it didn't work out so uh you know the six isn't gonna be happy so, you know, he got a little emotional on social media, whatever. Um, so he wants to trade. And then, and then they say, we're not going to trade you. Um, and, and then, inevitably, out of the blue again, they trade for Deshaun Watson. Um, maybe Watson's can't, maybe, maybe um, you know, Watson and the Texans even said, you know, this isn't happening so we can get more for him. You know, so we yeah. can get more well, that, from him. That's kind of that's how it kind of went down from a, a, a public timeline point of view. Is the the Browns met with Watson, then they were told they're out on Watson. Yeah, and then Baker put out that emotional message, and then uh, requested a trade. They said no, and then they traded for Watson, and yeah. now they said we're going to honor I, Baker's request. I just if if. So, you know, Baker's no elite quarterback. He had a bad year. He was banged up. I, I definitely think Baker's a top 32 quarterback I, with all the quarterbacks that are starting. You have the Mariotas, the Trubiskys. You have all these you know, young rookies. Uh, I don't think that's really very debatable. And the, sp- the spots are thinning down right now with, for him and Jimmy G. You have the Seahawks who are in a huge rebuild. That's a f- clusterfuck. And you have the – it looks like the Texans are going to stick with Davis Mills who showed a ton of promise. I think they're well-merited in that. Falcons want to go with Mariota for whatever reason. I've never seen anything out of Mariota. And uh, the yeah. other team is the Panthers, who still have Sam Darnold somehow. Who uh, I think well, that's like because that's if you break it down, it's like it. It's there those may two be, teams. There, like he's definitely a top thirty-two quarterback, but like there's not many open. What, what's the situation? Like he's better than Daniel Jones, but like the the Giants are not trading for Baker Mayfield. Because yeah, not in, this, Daniel not in this. Not situa- It's all about situations. Year. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think for him, like the Panthers is the is the most uh, likely probably scenario unless they dump him to Seattle. But but if you're the Browns, like the Browns just going to Brown all the time. I don't the the Browns is the Browns. Like, why wouldn't you trade Baker before you get Watson or like what? Like, oh, we have the deal. Like, let's go back to the Colts. Let's go back to this. Like, let's see if we can. Let's see if we've had any offers for him or if there's any interest in him let's get something from now you have you couldn't have less leverage teams are asking some surprising didn't make a play for him teams teams are asking now teams are asking the browns to give the team a pick for taking baker it, which is i mean cuz it's like you know his contract isn't that bad i think it's 1 year 19 million but but like but it's like why would you give anything for baker right now i mean him not being an elite talent but why would you give anything from him because there's no we, we everyone knows there's no landing spots and you know you just got a quarterback that's ten times better than him. So Exactly. So, well yeah, they're they're only once he requested the trade, their only their only bargaining chip or hope for increasing his value was a bidding war and now there's no teams to there's bid. There's no teams because the Colts and the Falcons, I think that's what it was. They both happened in within a few hours with the Ryan and Mariota things. So And then now you have you you now you not only do you, are there limited teams to trade uh, that need a quarterback or would be willing to trade for a quarterback, but you now have Jimmy Garoppolo who's in the same situation, and I'm sure there's teams that like Jimmy Garoppolo more than Baker Mayfield. Well, overall, total package. Is, so I, I actually don't think the Niners are going to trade him right now. Uh, I don't think the Niners are going to trade him because I don't really know. I mean, Lance looked good in limited time. Uh, 
you know, I think the injuries with Jimmy G is being a little bit overstated. Like, people are, like, concerned about him. Like, he's having a whole offseason to, you know, get better with his shoulder and, and whatnot. He's never had the strongest arm, but he had the thumb issue. But, yeah, I think most people would rather take Jimmy G for sure. But, you know, Jimmy's not going to the Seahawks, and they're not trading him to the Seahawks. So then are you going to trade Jimmy to the Panthers where they're not in win mode? The, Jimmy was perfect. Jimmy or Baker was perfect for a team like the Colts. Um, especially someone like Jimmy, like, I a, like a, and I guess you could say Ryan, but I, I think almost, you know, I guess they're all on a similar plane, Ryan and, and Jimmy and on the lesser extent Baker, but these are more game manager type quarterbacks that, you know, are veterans and, you know, can get it done. So why, why would Jimmy G want to go to, you know, the Panthers? So I, I, I really think that, you know, their leverage is, is hurt. Like you said, they're going to probably wait it out. And they're not going to get much. So they're going to ro- roll with Jimmy G again. And, you know, and then the clock's ticking on Lance. And then they're going to see if they can trade him. You know, maybe there's an injury that happens midseason. Um, you know, obviously there's always injuries happening in training camp, whatever. The people always tear ACLs and this and that. Maybe that happens. Or maybe it's, again, we're in the same situation offseason. But uh, <clears throat> um, I'm pretty critical of Jimmy G. He's no scrub, though. He knows how to win games. He knows how to win games in San Francisco. Um, I don't think if he was on the Jets or a team like that's you know, he'd be great. Or on Seattle, I don't think he'd be very good. He's not a quarterback. You'd say, hey, throw it 45 times and win the game for us. But I think they may play the long game there. They have a little bit more leverage because they have Jimmy. They have you know two quarterbacks really. You know, they don't have have to trade immediately. They could say, all right, we'll we'll ride Jimmy G again and you know let Lance, you know get get some more time under under him. Um, and they get along great. And it's not like they were bad last year with him, you know? No, no, they were. And he was he was banged up and injured. And, you know, they're a top three or four team. And, you know, I mean, you got the Rams. I think the Rams and the uh, the Bucks are in a league of their own. And then I'm putting the Niners right there at three probably. Um, you know, I mean, I, mean, yeah. I, I guess I the Packers. The Packers are, are, Packers are the only other team you could yeah. even argue. But, like, they just beat them in the playoffs and you lose Adams. So, and then, the, and then yeah, I would probably put yeah. the Niners over the Packers. They're just for their postseason But success. even that, like, even outside the Packers, there's not even a team you can make an argument for. Then it's drop-off to the Cowboys. Then it's to the Cowboys. And then yeah. you're looking at, like, teams like the Cardinals, who were kind of a disaster, and probably the Vikings. Well, they're they're um, the biggest frauds in the NFL. Yeah, they're, they're, they're frauds for sure. But so I, I think the Niners are in a little bit better situation than than the Browns are currently. But I think the Browns inevitably are going to cut Baker. Um, I think the Browns are inevitably going to cut Baker, and uh, and you know either that or or maybe they too wait to see where the injury is. And if it's a team that's in win now or a decent middle of the pack team, quarterback goes down for the year, whatever, and you know you well, trade listen, for Baker. I mean, what? We're forgetting the the potential suspension that still looms over Watson. I mean, True. regardless of what happens with the, these cases, even if he's fully acquitted on every single one of them, he could very well receive a suspension from the NFL. Uh, that's it's, why they did the $1 million first year. Baker ain't playing. He's holding out. There ain't no chance he's playing, though. Ain't no chance he's playing. You don't think? No, I don't In think. In a contract year? No, I don't think there's a chance. When the, when the, if, when if, the rumor about him is he's childish and, and immature? 
if whether right or wrong, that's that's the rumor on the street so, about there's Baker. There's been so many quarter. Well, there's been so many quarterbacks. Whether it's it's Watson that was sitting out last year or Rodgers that was sitting out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, well, all Baker did last year was play hurt and not complain and take the high road with OBJ when OBJ's dad is mocking. I know, him. and, like and a, maybe that's not how maybe that's not how people feel within NFL front offices. I just think it's pretty clear to see perception wise that Baker was not wanted. They wanted someone better. And Baker has every right to be upset and say, and then again, if he gets suspended and he says, fuck that, I'm not playing, I think he's got every right to say Maybe his perception is that he's childish, but I still don't think that's the end of Baker's career. I'm, I know if I was Baker, I wouldn't play another snap. They say, oh, he gets suspended four games. We'll have, play you the first four four games. You know, I, I don't, I can't What if he gets suspended a year? What? If he gets suspended a year, I, I, I you know, concede that. If he gets suspended, if he gets suspended a year, I think Baker will will play for the Browns. I just don't see Watson getting suspended for a year. I think he's going to get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. I think I he's mean... going to get two to four games. And, you know, I, I mean, I know how this works. I know how this works. I've been down this road with Roger know, but before. That's a tough, that's a tough one to, like, he's going to, first, two to four games, he's going to have to be fully acquitted of, of these charges. Of the civil in one? Civil when does the civil situations get sorted out? I don't know. Um, the, I don't, the tricky part is if he settles, because then then you're admitting you don't some form know. of guilt almost. Yeah, but you don't you don't necessarily know what like I think if he settles, not things don't become like public or there's not you know yeah, the, yeah. there there's some th- things that go along with a, a civil mm-hmm. settlement. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I I think two to four is going to be tough. I think I think it the slap on the wrist is looks at like eight to ten games. I'll take the under on that. I'll take the under. I think at most it's eight, um, but I guess we'll see. I mean, I guess that would be you know more. I I think there's a chance he doesn't get anything. To be honest, I think there's a chance he doesn't get anything. That's that's where that's where my head's at. Um, that's where my head's at. Like. Uh, oh, he got, you know, he got an, exp- I mean, if he gets acquitted, I mean, I know he, he did stuff with Ezekiel Elliott, but like, you know, like just like, you know, after the last couple of years and what the, the, the things that's gone on in the country, um, I don't, you know, we know that they, they don't want to really punish him. I don't think, you know, he's not, it's a very tough situation for them from a PR it, Yeah, it's a really shitty situation really for the NFL regardless. Um, but I just think that. Roger is going to fumble the bag because he's always fumbled it and he probably should get something significant, which means to me that he's not going to get something significant. That's what I'm betting on. Yeah. Because listen, he's he's gonna up, they're gonna upset some. I mean, look at Ridley. Upset some. Ridley crowd. just got a year. Ridley, what did Ridley just get a year and he bet the games and whatever? You can die in the hill that it's this or wrong, and then all the women beaters get four games or playing in the league. Well, that's and stars. what I'm saying. Like, if Ridley's at a year, what the fuck are they gonna do to Sean Watson? I what they've what have they done to women beaters and and domestic? Yeah, but abusers? Ray Rice was like Ray Rice was like the first one ever that was kind of public. And, and, then, and then Ezekiel evidence. Elliott got six. We didn't do anything, and Ezekiel Elliott got six. It's just. But there was no video evidence. So, who, and there's no video Kareem evidence Hunt? that we know about how long, here. How long did Cream Hunt got? What eight? Yeah, six, six or, or eight, eight, I think. So, but that was like a. What he he like kicked a girl in a hotel lobby or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm just gonna bet on on Goodell fucking it up like he always does, and until he proves to me otherwise. 
but if he if he gets acquitted and look if he gets acquitted on the civil charges then you know there's a much more likely chance again I think that he he serves a, less, a, a lesser possession but as of right now I do believe Baker's played his last game and I think they may wait for you know in conjunction with with the suspension they they will see if someone else gets hurt in training camp or or potentially that's what they him. yeah i think that's what happens here i mean we we kind of don't see him move until like let's until say ryan Tannehill tears his achilles or his acl baker would be a great fit for the for the titans you know yeah you know i yeah. I, I mean i mean I, I you could argue he's a better fit now than Tannehill. yeah you can i mean and and Tannehill's definitely been much better but it's like you know we kind of know what ryan Tannehill is uh you know and he's in a similar category with these guys that like you know can do enough to keep the job but not enough to win a title with um yeah so yeah i you know it it's it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds it's been a very exciting week um well a couple weeks uh but you know we'll we'll just wait and see i guess a lot of wait and see in the NFL, um, yeah. but something we don't have to wait long to see is is the next round of March Madness, the NCAA tournament. We're approaching the Sweet 16, which is happening to, tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. Um, we have, what, four games each day? 16 teams, so yeah, four games each day. Um, what, uh, let's see, what, what jumps out of you on? Let's go through the Thursday slate first. Um, one, one thing that has jumped out, and I can't remember if it's Thursday or Friday, but the, the St. Peter's line, 12 and a half, seems like a lot. Yeah, it's a Friday, I'll, I'll, so it's I'll, the, it's the early yeah. game on a Friday. Yeah, I'll... I'll well, they're all night games now? They're all at 7 o'clock? Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll take... I'll take, uh, I'll take St. Peter's with the points there. I'll just let keep them... Like what it, it just seems like even when these these high seeded teams um, make a run like these unexpected runs, even when they lose, it's still a close game. You know, it's not like it's yeah. very rare when they when they win those first two games that they just get into the elite eight and get mm-hmm. or the sweet sixteen and get the doors blown off by thirty five. You know, and maybe it, to me it like almost seems like kind of a a reverse trap line. Like how are you not taking twelve and a half points with this Cinderella story, St. Peter's, especially for a mm-hmm. big 10 team like Purdue. They don't, it's not like they're scoring through the, through the gym, you know, like big 10 teams are never huge scoring teams. Yeah, I no, just, I, I, I it, definitely would, would probably take lay the points there. Like uh, if I, if I was to think that game, I would have guessed that game would have been somewhere between eight and a half, nine and a half range. Yeah. What do you think about North Carolina, UCLA, UCLA minus two and a half? I have the UCLA in my bracket. I, I still think what I would lean with with UCLA there. I do too. Uh, that team that team's experienced. They made a run last North, year. A lot of those same guys not are back. Very experienced. Yeah. North Carolina is not very experienced. There. I mean, listen, they're coming off beating the defending champs, but I mean, they. That's not they a game you as, feel good about, though. Yeah, they they did their best to lose that game. Yeah, so I, I so, yeah, I mean, you just got like the the core of those guys, Hawkes and uh, Tiger Campbell and 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 Juzang. You like those three guys have really been yep. through it all, and a bunch of other guys too, like Riley. Like, I I don't think it's a championship team. I think it's like, I'm not just saying this because I had them in my. I think you had it too. You had them in your final four. or You had Kentucky. Uh 
I think I had I had one with Kentucky and one with UCLA. Like they just seem like a Final Four team to me. Like they just seem like they, they, they they've been there, they've done it, they have the talent. Not much is going to get in their way. Um, so I I I think I'll go UCLA. Uh, there's very you know there's a bunch of double digit seeds here. Iowa State, Miami. I don't I don't I thought Iowa State was horrible. Uh, they they limped into the tournament. Uh, into the they I was kind of surprised they even made the tournament. Um, yeah, I love Miami at that spot. Yeah, I think I like Miami there as well. Miami's playing really well. I just think Miami's a lot more talented. McGusty and a couple other very talented guards. Um, Iowa State, I just don't really don't even still believe in them. I don't. I don't. They just haven't. They play in a really tough conference, so they had that going for them. And they they against, but they're getting blown out by thirty against Oklahoma. And I know it's. It's a new. Uh, they beat LSU, a very trendy pick that I had going for, and they who they beat last. They beat um, who they just beat. Who? Iowa State. Who? Um. Fuck. They beat a good team too. Um. Well, let's let's think about it. They beat I. They beat who is the? They beat a six seed. So then, who does a six seed would play a three seed in the next in the next round? So they they beat a three seed then, right? Yes, uh, who's not Tennessee? Who was the three seed? Michigan beat Tennessee. Um, God damn it! Let me pull up the fucking bracket. How do I not have this? Oh wait, hold on. They beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. Yes. No. Yes. Not that impressive. I didn't have Wisconsin going far anyway. I didn't have them going. No, a lot of people had Wisconsin losing in the first round. That was like a trendy upset pick. I had them losing LSU in the second round. Um, I don't know. Wisconsin never goes far. They never do well at all in the tournament. Um, Except the one year they beat the fucking best basketball team in college football and college basketball history. They had a very seasoned, talented team though for 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 them. you know, yeah, I'll probably take my and then Providence, Kansas. This is an interesting one for me. I don't really. Know. Providence plays well in in close games, and, and they've had two solid wins. You know, the the game against South Dakota was a little close, and then the other game they they just blew out Richmond. Who uh, I mean, finally Richmond shows their true colors. They are horrible. Richmond was, I think, as far as I'm concerned, Richmond is the probably the worst team in this tournament. They are the sixth seed in the. Um, what is there? What is it? The uh, the uh, American Conference is it? American, yeah. Uh, I mean the sixth seed. They were the sixth seed, and, and you know, you know, it really that should have been Dayton in there, but they obviously what beat Dayton, and then they beat Davidson, so they got the automatic bid. I I mean Richmond was was horrible, um, all year. So uh, you know that's not a really Providence really hasn't done anything. Providence really they beaten two double digit seeds. This is a huge, significant step up in competition, and then some. You're talking about a top three or four team in the league, um, but you know Kansas kind of struggled against against was it was it Creighton? Uh, so yeah. I I don't Creighton, I don't really know. And they wait they lost to Creighton this year, I believe. Who Providence? Kansas. Kansas. Oh, did they? I, I, I believe I heard someone talking about that. It was there was some, yeah I believe it was pro, or maybe. No, yeah, 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 I think they lost to Creighton this year, and and Providence like beat the mm. doors off Creighton or something. Gotcha. Who do you like here? I, I'm pretty. I, the the seven and a half number is kind of annoying. If it was like five and a half, six, I'd be much more comfortable taking Kansas. But I think Kansas kind of sees. I'd probably lean Kansas because I think they see that. Yeah, I'd lean this Kansas is, too. Like if they make this 
they if they get this win, they're they're probably a Final Four team. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it could they, be a kind of. Then who do they get? They get the winner of Iowa State and Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. It, it, it kind of. I think it could be a blood in the water type win for Kansas. Yeah, could be for sure. And then we kind of went backwards. But on Thursday, we have Michigan Villanova. Michigan again making their fifth straight Sweet Sixteen, playing really well. It kind of ignited from the the Juwan Howard um, incident. Uh, Nova again laying five like they did against Ohio State. I bet against my boys. I can't do it again. I'm I'm taking Nova. Um, Michigan still. I mean, their record on the year is nineteen and fourteen. They're playing good ball. They don't have. I think the difference for me is uh, Villanova's a much. I mean, obviously they're a better fundamental team. They don't turn it over as much, and the the three point difference is just huge. Uh, yeah. What, what this is I, a natty rematch from a couple of years ago. It is, it is, which we blew the doors off them. Not that it's any of the same players, particularly other than like Gillespie and and a yeah, couple other Gillespie people. Is, Gillespie's in his nineteenth year at Villanova. He really so. is. He really is. It was like Ari Ari Like they were both there for forever. These white point guards we have just they just don't leave. Um, Scotty Reynolds back in the day, he was there forever too. Um, but I, I, I think I'm one thing that will be interesting is I don't know how the hell we're gonna guard Hunter. Dickinson because he's got one of the best post moves, post hook shots I've seen in a while. He's so he his footwork, he, he's he's amazing down low. Uh, I love his game. I don't know. I'm assuming we're gonna have to double him and just let them shoot it. Uh, we, you, I I just don't. <clears throat> I don't know. We're gonna have to double early, I guess, because he's gonna have 25 to 30, but no one else scares me. But I'm assuming you like Nova two there as well. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I think it'll be a tight game, but I think it'll be similar to Ohio State where they kind of pull away and and win by 8, 9, 10 in the end. Mm -hmm. I I actually really like these other three games on on Thursday. I mean, call me crazy, but Duke getting one against Texas Tech, I I don't know. I just feel like Duke's kind of got that fire reignited, and they're, they're playing the best basketball of the year so far. They, they coming may off have. A, a fantastic win. They may have. I, I do. I actually like Tech, though. I do like Tech. I, I know a lot of people like Tech. I see. I know. I see the path for Duke because because they just beat their rival. Um, I I guess I don't know. This team hasn't showed much maturity or or real grit all year. Um, and they lack consistency too. And consistency. So I I don't really think they're going to be consistent. I think. Texas's tech defense, like usual, is, is always fantastic, and it, it's just I think there's going to be a lot of turnovers for Duke, and then for Tech, obviously, it's it's you know it's how we're going to score enough points, really. Um, so I'm leaning Tech. I, I don't feel super great about it, but I mean I think we all kind of agree Duke's not going to win at all. They're not like a championship, even with the talent they have, they're they're going to come short at some point, but. I do, I do like lean tech here. I like tech, uh, and then Arkansas, Arkansas Gonzaga. It's like nine and a half. I love Arkansas plus nine and a half. I personally, yeah, I love that too. That might be my favorite bet of the whole slate. Yeah, me too. It, it almost feels like a trap, but you you got like you got uh, Note and Moutier, and you just got so many big N- uh, NFL um, NBA bodies and and talents on that team, and they're a, a great defense and. They get out and run, um, and they like getting getting behind hasn't been a problem for them all year. They've they've made comebacks all year. It hasn't. So, yeah, I, I, 
It almost seems like a trap. It's too good to be true, and maybe it is, but I, I, we're both there. And then Houston, Arizona, I think this is a tough one for me because I think if you told me, if you if you told me right now, Houston or Arizona, Gunchetta, I'd probably lead Houston, but I I had Arizona to win it all, um, and and then you have uh, Mister uh, Kerr come back and, and he goes one of one of ten one of ten or one of eleven from three in his game back from that uh, ankle injury. I don't I don't know how who let him in the game who let him keep shooting. Yeah. I don't know why he was even playing in the game, but um. I don't think he can be any worse. I, I He's got another week to recover, another four or five days to recover. Um, one of the most baffling stats I've ever seen, a Russell Westbrook moment. Uh, but, you know, and I know he's a very good player, but I guess I'm going to go with Arizona here. I hope you're on Arizona too. But I, I just – Houston's coming off in a very emotional win, and, and they're great offensive – they're great at offensive rebounding, but the thing is Arizona's huge. Arizona's got size, and Arizona can rebound, and Arizona can score – and my concern, if I'm Houston, is being able to score enough points to keep up with yep. Arizona, because Arizona can drop 90 on you easy. So yeah, is that they got NBA at? players on their team. They got uh, yeah, they got yeah, they you know. Are you on? Are you on Arizona? I'm on Arizona as well. Yeah, I, I, to me, like coaching Colaco, is, is he's Houston's. A, he's an animal. Yeah, coaching is Houston's best asset, and I I just think the talent's gonna outwin in. Uh, yeah, Arizona, especially Arizona town. coming off like a close win. It was kind of, I think it's a little bit of a wake up call win for them. But yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I think I have Arizona in the finals, but I have them losing to Gonzaga. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I, I and I, I, I just see, kind of see, I see this being the toughest. I know Tennessee's not there, but with Nova, Arizona, and Houston, I see these three teams as. Whoever like can get through this really has a good chance. They're they're yeah. three, like we know what Nova does when they get far in the tournament. They win it all or get close. And Arizona's got as much talent as anyone. And Houston, if they beat Arizona, they're a, they're a wagon at this point. They're they're you need to. Oh yeah, if they beat Arizona, yeah, they're they're a, they're a finals team, not let alone yeah. a, a final four team. Yeah. So I, you know. And I, that should be a really good game, but that's yeah. I guess that's pretty much all the games there for uh, for what what we know. We do of. we do have some some breaking news coming into the pod right now. What's uh, that? Really, only for New York fans. Oh, but, okay. Uh, New York City has relaxed the COVID mandates to uh, allow for performers and athletes to basically the rules don't apply to them. Um. Okay, Kyrie Irving is eligible to make his home debut at Barclays Center on Sunday versus the Charlotte Hornets. New NYC exemption for in-town athletes and performers will be effective immediately beginning Thursday. Well, that's not true. Beginning effective immediately is immediately, not beginning Thursday. But for what it means, uh, I'm... It, okay, yes, it, okay. Unvaccinated Yankees and Mets players also now eligible for home games. So there you go. Yeah. It, no more athletes not playing in, in home games because, you know, thankfully we removed the most illogical rule in the history of rules. Yeah, the most, uh, you know, regardless of what you think of, uh, you know, yeah. whatever your yeah, view just, is. The logic wasn't there. The logic wasn't there. Opposing team players unvaccinated not being able to play and and and, and Kyrie and another unvaccinated, you know, him he's the only Brooklyn Net that was unvaccinated, being able to enter but not go on the court. 
just pure insanity. And we've we've seen it for, you know, we see these guys hugging and they're on the court and they're sweating on each other regardless. And we obviously yeah, know. Kyrie's sitting courtside with no mask on you know. and schmoozing with everyone, but he can't sit on the other side of the court. I'll it, be honest. You, I, you I didn't lo- know that. COVID, COVID only affects you on one side of the NBA court. Yeah, the I other lo- side is, is good. I loved when he showed up to the um, – Yeah. I, Why I not? thought it was great. I mean, he's got I nothing was, going on. He's got the he's, yeah, like he's there to support his team. You can always say that. And he, uh, yeah. you know, season like, ticket holder. I actually really liked his jacket that he was wearing that day too. It was very. It was. Did, did you hear the? Did you hear the uh, the dumb shit they were gonna do with the Yankees and Mets? They were gonna have him change in the in the parking lot and it. then go directly from the parking lot to on the field through like the outdoor yeah, tunnels. I, I heard. And then yeah. they, but then once they were on the field, they could go in the dugout and into the clubhouse that way. Again, yeah, more more phenomenal logic. Like, it just it just it just keeps getting stupider and stupider, and it just makes and and anyone that's like used logic or science at all and is like, you know, pro vaccine whatever. It's just like at this point you're just losing people. It's like what are we doing? Yeah, here? you're just you're just losing just, people. It, it's like it's it makes like, let's no just, sense. It yeah, makes it, no sense. It is so a move had to be done, especially for like. It had to be done in essence of like, like with the Kyrie thing, it was like, oh, like it's okay. And then apparently for the private sector, it didn't affect him. So it was like this dicking around. And then with baseball, we knew it had to be, but also, you know, it's, it's, it's tough now. It's, it was a tough position for Mayor Adams either way, because what do you do? What do you say with the people that are losing their jobs and, and, you know, losing, you know, you're giving special treatment to, you know, the performers. That's true. The, 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 the performers and athletes thing it, it like stipulation is a tough one it's and he really he really was in a really tough spot because it's like you're fucked you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't type of thing that's because that's where people are like complaining but i'm like people real life everyday people are way more affected on this on a day-to-day and mass numbers and you're going to give special treatment to those people i know as as fans we want our players to play of course and i totally get that and we think it's ridiculous but it's like you know they're getting special treatment now. So the 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 common man that loses his job that doesn't that doesn't get vaccinated, he's like, what the hell, man? So it, it, it's a whole nother can of worms for him to deal with. Um, I wonder if this could pose a potential class action lawsuit against the city. Maybe I, I, I for I don't people know. in the private sector that have lost their jobs, but you're but you're allowing. I'm sure it could, because you're just you're giving an exception just based on someone's popularity maybe, or fame. Maybe not. Maybe not before, but now. Like, if you lose your job tomorrow or Friday, that that's got to be. There's yeah. got to be. That can't yeah, be illegal. It like, can't be legal. Like, there's got to be a case there. Yeah, I don't. But you're right. I mean, it is it is fucked up. Obviously, as fans, we're all happy that our guys are getting back in in the building, um, especially the you know fucking baseball that plays outdoors. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. There's probably literally tens of thousands of cases of this in in New York City that you don't obviously oh, you yeah. don't fucking hear about it because it's regular everyday people that have to deal with it. Yeah, so that's where that was always my my uh, rebuttal for people that are like this is bullshit. Well, it is bullshit, you know, to treat a group of people because of you know we we want to see them play and root for them and them to win a championship but i i mean if we want to just you know take a little bit more back to sports here um this is a huge shot in the arm for the brooklyn nets and i know simmons is you know a complete disaster 
right now. Yeah, they, they, what Steve Nash said there was no update on him. He had like an epidural or something yesterday, and yeah, there was no I, I, update on him. And he, it, he, he ain't sounding less and less like he playing. He's playing this year. I think it's. I think only if you make it really far, he'll play. Because um, you know, if, if the the game the way. The way but then is that good? Like, I don't know if he's someone that you is necessarily, like, really easy to integrate, you know? Well, the thing with them is that I've told people that, that I think is – I think it's a great point, but with – you, Andre Drummond's a huge part of the team, and he can't shoot a lick. You cannot have Andre Drummond and Ben Simmons on the court together. Um, I don't care how many shooters. I don't care if you have Steph, Seth, Steph and Seth and Kyrie. It doesn't matter. They're the three guys. Meth. And meth, Seth, and they, and, they, and all of them. I don't. It this doesn't matter. It doesn't work when you have two come not non-shooters, two people that can't even make a lay, anything more than a layup. So that was going to be something where you know I, I guess it could be worked out. You're going to have to have Aldridge with Simmons and then Drummond. But you know, obviously with foul trouble and the flow of the game, it's easier said than done. So that was always a, an issue that was going to come to fruition, in my opinion. But uh, you know, I I do think they'll they'll be okay. So. The real thing that's going on, the, and the scary part was with the with the, with the NBA um, playing, it was going to be seven versus eight, and if you lose that, it's 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 the loser plays against the winner of the nine ten. So, if you were the Nets, if you were going on the road right now to Toronto, there are two games behind the the Raptors. They were going to go. Well, that's on the interesting because Toronto he exactly. can't play in Toronto. Exactly, that's the thing. So he can't play in Toronto. And Toronto would be home as of now. But now, if the Nets got the seventh seed, he could play at home. And that's a chicken Caesar wrap. I mean, you're done, Toronto. You're not even coming within 20 points, in my opinion. You're, you're going to get you're gonna get your doors blown off. Uh, 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 you know, the Barclays Center with, you know, at, you're on the road in a different country. And they got Kyrie. And they got KD. Yeah. You're, it's not going to end well for you. Uh, and obviously that wouldn't be the end for the Nets if they lost to uh, the Raptors. But now you're going to be the eighth seed at best, and you're going to be playing Miami, whoever, Milwaukee, Philly, one of those top teams. And you're still not going to have Kyrie for the home for the home games at that point. You'd be in a really tough spot. But now, uh, I'm calling it right now. Brooklyn's going to get the seventh seed over Toronto because um, they have a lot of home games left. They have like six of nine or something. I wouldn't be surprised if if Brooklyn goes like eight and one and just and just goes off right now, um, because they yeah. are they're going to be fired up. And let's let's take a look right here at how many. Uh, let's t- let's take a look at how at their games that are that are left right now. Um, Nets schedule. Uh, let's like let's just rattle them off right now. So. Um, Tonight's a tough game for them. They are, they have two tough games. So they're at the Grizzlies. They are favored. Um, so Kyrie and and Durant can play. I, I think they're probably going to win that. Uh, then they're on the road against the Heat, who are a little banged up. I think at worst they probably go one and one there. Um, then they play the Hornets at home. That's a win. With they play the Pistons. They're at home. That's a win. They play the. What, what are they favor on the road against the Grizzlies? What are they favored by? Like two, one or two? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Uh, and then they play the Bucks. They're home against the Bucks. It's a tough game. I think they could definitely do it. Then they're on the road against the Hawks. They'll win that. Home against the Rockets. They'll win that. Uh, technically on the road, quote unquote, against the Knicks with uh, with Kyrie. They're gonna win that. Home against the Cavs. They'll win that. And then home against the so three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
nine, ten games left, you're probably looking at, I think, eight and two is probably a safe bet there. I wouldn't be surprised if they even go nine and one even. Um, uh, you know, they're going to be fired up playing tonight, too. I think the Nets were going to really put a dominating performance uh, uh, together. But this is something that really, I think, can rejuvenate a team and... They were just, well, Kyrie were, was playing tonight regardless, right? No, he was, but I think it, it's just really like for the morale of the team. And like, yeah, it's a, it's is, a, they know things are back to normal for them. Yeah, like this is, you know, they know their roles now. Like, like guys like Patty Mills, guys like that. They, everyone can go. You can get more consistency in chemistry from. And a, it's a almost game. like the, it, it really is like kind of the perfect runway for them. That like eight to ten game stretch. Yeah, you know, to get to get things worked out. Let's you know, assuming everyone stays healthy. But I mean, that it's a, that's a scary runway for the rest of the East that they're getting that. It really is the, scary. I'm, I mean, I'm. I mean, I mean, like, I'll be honest. If it's if it's my if it's the Heat versus if it's the Heat versus um, you know, the fully loaded Nets, I'm taking the Nets. Like the Nets are going to beat us. Yeah. I don't want to play them. Like like you know, I know like the Heat is quiet. Oh, always quiet. But I think we're gonna lose. I don't, you know, I don't think. I know we're a great team, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like our chances there. So, but you yeah, know, I mean, so they're in the Nets are plus five hundred on on Fanduel to win the win it all. I took them on, only I the took Phoenix them on Suns by three twenty. Like plus six hundred or whatever when it was like it was believed Kyrie was gonna come back. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I took them. Uh, and, you know, it's tough to say because we, we don't know how it's all going to, like, uh, settle out right now. But Seating matters a lot this year. Seating definitely matters a lot. Um, I'm not positive. You know, the one thing that I would say that is, is, is probably that I'm a little bit positive of is that the Sixers aren't going to come out. Uh, I think it's not going to work for the Sixers. Yeah, I, I think, think we're all prepared think, to I, d- die on that I hill. Think, I think the Bucks could do it. I think the Nets could do it. I'm not counting out the Boston Celtics right now. I'm a huge believer in no, the they're, Celtics. They're playing better than anyone in the league right the now. The Celtics, ever since they got Derek White, um, and Robert Williams is playing fantastic, and Grant Williams is one of the best three-point shooters in the league, I, I think this team is dangerous. Uh, this team is, is really dangerous right now. Uh, the Heat, I, I don't I don't see the Heat doing it. I, I, I really don't. I hate to say it. You know, I... I don't know. I, I we have a great team, and Hero's been fantastic, and we've had a lot of injuries in and out. I, I don't see us doing it right now. I, I, I'd see. I would more likely see. I think honestly, if I'm being objective, the Nets, Bucks, one of the, one, two, and then probably the Celtics in that order. Um, that's kind of the way I I see it. Um, would you agree or? Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Um... It's it's fine, you know, like teams like the Bulls have just kind of flat flattened off, and no one's really talking about them anymore. I think right. Oh, the Bulls! So. The Bulls are the Bulls. I mean, Lonzo still hasn't come back. Lonzo was a huge loss for them in Caruso. Uh, I'm not gonna say they were complete frauds, but um, yeah, they're so now you have teams like the Celtics that are actually like legit, and it, you know, just naturally they're gonna fall in the standings. The Cavs have come back to life a little bit. Um, Come back to you know who I think they are. They're a good young team, but I don't think they're anything more than that. A good young team. They're like a two or three seed for a while. So they're the Knicks of last year. They're the uh, surprise team that isn't going to do much yeah, in the pretty playoffs. Much. Yeah, that's. I would say that's that's a pretty fair comparison. 
Definitely. Um, that, yeah, that's definitely a fair comparison to be had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got an interesting road ahead of us to close out the NBA Finals, and then, of course, we got March Madness all weekend. And then we got the Elite Eight on, on Saturday and Sunday, right? Yep. It's going to be a hell of this a weekend of, for this sports. Is my, I think this is, I mean, last weekend's great for for basketball because of the man, but this might be the best weekend for basketball. Yeah. You know, because like. Yeah, you could it, certainly make that argument. You know, I, it does get you're to be a little teams. bit much. It gets like the week before, it's a little crazy. It's like you're trying to miss, get starts. You, you can't really watch every game. Uh, you know, for this, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's, it's a little more feasible and, uh. It's like you have, like, of all these teams, pretty much all these teams are legit. Yeah. Other than Iowa State. Absolutely. Yeah, other than Iowa State. All right. Well, uh, everybody enjoy the sports weekend. That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, make sure you hit us up on all the socials, Bleacher Fan and Bleacher Fan Sports. Everywhere you have a social account, we got one, too. Um, we'll be back next week.